Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Top Stories, I am Andy Zaltzman with another raid on the Bugle's archives. Now, imagine a time before President Trump. Well, we relaunched after our post-John Oliver hiatus, just in time for a world where there had never been a President Trump. It was the first issue after relaunch issue 4001 in October 2016, just a few weeks before the universe changed forever. I was joined by Hari Kondabolu, and we tried to fathom out what was going on stateside. Top story this week, and indeed this year, uh, democracy continues to take the mother-in-law of all kickings, uh, particularly here in America, just a few short weeks now to go until it is thankfully all over, until the next election cycle begins about 30 seconds after this one finishes on uh, November the the, uh, the 8th, stroke 9th, when the result will become clear I guess the message America has sent to the world, Hari, this year is basically, ancient Greece, are you happy now? Look at what miseries you have bestowed on us, you philosophy-loving lunatics. <laughs> um, I'm embarrassed. Right. I don't know. Uh, I feel like I've written jokes, lots of jokes. I think I've said this previously, but it makes me feel like Nero. Yeah. I'm watching everything uh, burn around me, but I don't care. I'm telling jokes. I'm making people laugh, and on the inside, I'm saying goodbye to everything I love and every person I love. <laughs> that, that, well, that's pretty extreme. Do you know when I was in Chicago in this tour, the mm-hmm. Chicago Tribune endorsed Gary Johnson as their preferred, which is basically like endorsing a potato. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the fact that the potato has a slightly firmer grasp on international politics and diplomacy. Yeah, like there are potatoes that are like Aleppo. How do you not know Aleppo? <laughs> Please. After this, this last, this last debate, it is Trump. Is he done? Is I mean, his goose. Surely his goose is baked, as they say. <laughs> um, well, you must admit he had a very strong showing for him relative to him in this last debate. Right. Uh, one, he interrupted Hillary Clinton at a much better rate right. from once every 22 seconds to once every 44 seconds. That is a vast improvement, <laughs> right? That's one. Secondly, he made a very interesting strategic decision to not stalk Hillary Clinton like he did in the last debate where he stood behind her and stared. And I think that has to do with both him being advised 
not to, and also being told that he had to stay behind the podium. But considering he's getting all this uh, heat uh, for, uh, you know, potentially uh, sexually assaulting many women, probably a smart strategic move not to stalk the female candidate that's running against you. Right. I mean, because, I mean, there was, I mean, there must have been some fear that he might just at some point, you know, reach out and, and, and grab Mrs. Clinton by the, um, um, <laughs> I forget what the, the technical term is. I was slightly disappointed that he did not, you know, grab the moderator by the balls just to prove that he's not <laughs> sexist. <laughs> He he got into a fight with the moderator, which I've I have never seen. He started debating the moderator, and I think had to be reminded that it it wasn't well because he had been holding it in for relative to him. He'd been holding it in, and as soon as he found an opening to start swinging, he just went after the first person that was in front of him. And I felt bad for Chris Wallace, uh, the the moderator, who is the legendary. Uh, uh, journalist Mike Wallace's uh, disappointing son. <laughs> who works for Fox News. Um, and he was in this interesting place between wanting to do the Fox News thing of hurting Hillary Clinton, asking her ridiculous questions that were trapping her, like uh, attempting to trap her, like her thoughts on partial birth abortion, which is a conservative term, you know, finding ways to, to trap her. But he was, his desire to ambush Hillary Clinton was, was uh, unfortunately countered by his Clear hatred for Donald Trump, <laughs> his idiocy, his lack of decorum. Like he just was forced to like there were moments where you could just see him just shaking his head, uh, just frustrated to no end. And it, it kind of I think it ruined the debate for him. The abortion thing was kind of interesting because uh, Trump said said this based on what Hillary is saying and based on where she's going and where she's been, you can take the baby and rip the baby out of the womb in the ninth month on the final day and that is not acceptable now sure i mean that basically that's not that, that's not acceptable were that to be something that ever happened yeah. also that's actually ba- largely how my daughter was born <laughs> <laughs> she, she was born towards the end, at the end of the ninth month, and she was not so much ripped up, but she was hauled out with a von Tuse, which is like a suction pump on the top of her head, and essentially the the medical team form a tug of war squad and just pull the baby out. So basically, he was saying that that form of birth is not. He wanted my my daughter not to have been born. Essentially, that is what he was saying. That, to me, is not acceptable. So you're saying this man confused birth and abortion. It did appear that way. Uh, it feels like Donald Trump assumes that no one can Google anything. <laughs> <laughs> like he would have been so good in the mid-19th century. If he'd been up against Abraham Lincoln <laughs> for the Republican nomination, that would, have been, that would have been a battle we'd have all paid to see. But, I mean, obviously, that's not at all what Hillary Clinton had been saying, nor, as I said, what basically ever happens. Basically, Trump complaining about babies being needlessly ripped out of wombs at the very end of pregnancy is a bit like him complaining that it's legal for unicorns to shit into people's coffins at funerals if the deceased person ever sang a hymn or did line dancing, and that the Democrats and Hillary are doing nothing to stop that. If anything, they're plying unicorns with dried apricots and ropey curries to help out the process. He might as well complain about that. If he's going to live in this fictional land, at least make it more entertaining than going into the, the 
the, the harrowing practicalities of what he might as well complain that the equal marriage lobby wants to force all happily married old men to divorce their wives and marry a sexually intimidating hunk called Ivan from Belarus. He might as well, I think I've made the point, no, there's still one more. He might as well suggest that the pro choice movement wants to have the legal right to fire a medieval crossbow at the rotund belly of egg, every pregnant woman. In America. He, he should take his delusion to its logical conclusion. You expect him to be that articulate and knowledgeable <laughs> when he's proven that he is not capable of doing that. He makes me miss George W. Bush in the strangest wow. way. I know. Oh, it, man. I it, can't it, believe anyone has said that sentence. Not the whole. I mean, that's where we're at. George W. Bush got things wrong. But he tried the big words. <laughs> he attempted the hard, big government phrases. He tried to remember what people told him right before he got to the press conference. Make sure you say that, okay, I'll try. He, Donald Trump's not even trying. He's just a bully. He doesn't have he he doesn't even have the humility to be like, I don't know that word. Right. Tell me what that word means or teach me another word other than bigly, <laughs> which he repeated several times right. during the course. So, I mean, this was one of the big controversies of the whole campaign, Harry. you was he saying bigly? Was he saying big league? Right. Was it? Was he alternating between the two? Was he? Was he playing with our very perception of language and its possibilities? <laughs> I think he was doing both to distract people from all the other things he was saying. That's like a, right. that little Easter egg he left in there. That kind of like, huh, I'm obsessed with that. Is it bigly or big league? I mean, I I tweeted that he had said bigly, and then a lot of people who are. Trump people tweeted that uh, he said big league, and at the end of it, I realized none of it mattered. Because <laughs> <laughs> big league technically, I think, is a word according to the internet, but I don't, right. it's just, that's... It's, Everything's a word according every, to the internet. Yeah, it's like, do you really want to play Scrabble that way? Just put random words out there and... Do you know, out of all the, all the, yeah. all the implications of the Trump campaign yeah. on, for the future of politics, the future of democracy, <laughs> future of humanity... The impacts on the Scrabble world are something mm -hmm. that very few people have commented on, and I, I thank you for raising awareness of that. <laughs> he is linguistically fascinating, Trump. He appears <laughs> never to finish a sentence or really clarify exactly what he means, which I guess in some ways is in the great tradition of American politics. <laughs> for example, this sentence, which appeared never to be finished or clarified, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. I mean, that... We are, if only you know, this is Trump. This is this is Trump's legacy. That kind of confusing sentence that leads to people arguing about it for hundreds of years. I mean, he's re I, oh, Andy. <laughs> I mean, it's it's also he, his tactic isn't so much the content of what he's saying. It's just repeating the same things over and over again. And initially, it's funny. You know, as a comedian, you know how this works. Yep. Initially, it's funny, and then it stops being funny. And most comedians at that point stop repeating. Right. See, I've had gigs where it didn't have the initial funny bit at the start. It just stopped being funny, and then uh, remained not that's funny. That's a different tactic. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but he, uh, Donald Trump, uh, as with the great comedian Stuart Lee, has decided to repeat the same things over and over again for several months until it becomes funny once again. <laughs> it's a tactic that's only really been achieved by Stuart Lee, and I find it fascinating that Donald Trump has decided to bring this tactic 
to a presidential election. Are you claiming that Stuart Lee has been secretly working for the Trump campaign as head speechwriter? What I'm saying is that uh, Stuart Lee's tactics and approaches to comedy are very dangerous when put into the wrong hands. (laughs) It's amazing that the word great has lasted so long (laughs) without any real damage being done to it. And this human being shows up after so many years and destroys such a basic word like great. Every time Donald Trump says great, I think Tony the Tiger dies a little. (laughs) (laughs) They're good. Another hidden victim of this whole story. (laughs) Scrabble, Tony the Tiger. The old uh, saying, you know, if you throw enough shit at a wall, some of it will stick. And that appears to be the tactic with... Uh, is, that a, is that a saying? It is a saying. In, in which country? Uh, well, certainly in, 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 in my head. In, uh, <laughs> I'm like, is this a country where English is a second language? Chris, Chris, <laughs> Chris in London, back in the home of civilization. Yes. Uh, you'd say that. That is a saying, isn't it? If you throw enough shit at a wall, some of it will stick. Yeah, that, that's how I got my GCSEs at school, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but the most terrifying thing, Harry, I found is that Trump is not out of it yet. I checked the odds this morning on a, on a bookmaker's site. Four to one, or five to one. So they still think he's got a kind of 16, 20% chance of winning. That is a shorter odds than the Conservatives to get a majority in the 2015 British general election. Shorter odds than Brexit on the day <laughs> of Brexit. And the even more terrifying thing than that most terrifying thing is that what that shows is that all Trump needed to do to be in with a real shot was to be very, very slightly less of a That was another top story. Thank you for listening. The latest Bugle is in your pod feed right now. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.